We are here talking simps and curing limps. Yeah. We here love simps. We love them. I love the idea of simps. I am a simp. So much. So much. I simp for my simps. What, who, in your mind, what's who's the celebrity that you're simping for? Jeez, uh, oh, this is a tough one. Oh man! Oh, oh gosh! Oh jeez! Oh man! Uh, <sighs> Ken Burns. Oh, Ken, Ken Burns. Burns. <laughs> yeah. Ken Burns. All right. it's, mine's Ken Bone. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Ken Bone sweater. <laughs> Ken Bone sweater. Yeah, that's my not the first. I forgot this year for your birthday. I was gonna get you a Ken Bone uh, cameo <laughs> for like fifteen dollars. Hey, oh, wait, no. he's one of the cheapest people. Real on quick, cameo. real quick, chat, yeah, chat, chat. My God, chat. I can't stop. Chat. Uh, Homer, Homer Filiacs out there, we apologize. We're a little bit echoey today. And that's just because we are not in our normal soundproof studio setting. We do have our microphones, no. but just bear with the echoey, okay? It's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. I got yeah, my foot trapped in a cavern, and <laughs> these, guys, these guys came out to... <laughs> These guys came out to... We told uh, them we record. wouldn't help him this time. But they would come but record. But we would come record and keep him company. So, so we are in a cavernous you know, cave. Okay, Listen, you here. Know the Wait, there's bear. one of those things that... You know what I... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's water falling off a stalactite. Beautiful. It's just ham bone. <laughs> so what I found out that the from my personal experience, the worst part of 127 hours is when you're it's the first three is the first three because you have it you have it because it's like the pain is still it hasn't like right, dissipated right, right. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts really bad. The second worst part is when you're halfway. Last, the half, the half, second 125. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the last rest. 124 hours. I know it seems unlikely that Andy got his foot stuck in a cavern and then we all came down to retrieve him, but also all got our foot stuck in different parts yeah. of the cavern. But we are but all Here trapped. we are. These guys haven't yet, uh, they haven't yet succumb to the fact that they're going to have to gnaw through their own ankle. Yeah, I'm only an hour two. So. Yeah. So I you're... was trying to get us in a kind of a, a 127 hour 69 situation where we eat each other's yeah, feet off but at the same time. I, a human centipede, 127 yeah. centipede Devin, uh, moment. Devin yeah. proposed, I'm already halfway through my ankle. So just to let you guys know where I'm at. I have successfully chewed halfway through my. He's a uh, uh, audience. He's he is uh, definitely approaching kind of like a uh, like a jerky situation. He's chewing on it. The ligament is the chewing. Yeah, thing. You are yeah. enjoying it too. Yeah. Honestly, much. at this point, I'm pretty parched. Blood's good. Blood's basically Gatorade. <laughs> What? You're you're drinking your own blood for your own hydration. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. there there are so many nutrients and electrolytes in blood. I am. I'm. I'm I'm not sure that's. Uh, I all I'm saying is Dracula. I get it. I I think you don't know what the hell's going on because you've been just sitting there bleeding out for a long time. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone knows that this is my sister's fault. She told me. she told me that she had hidden uh, a priceless pack of Garfield playing cards down here. Turns out, I think it was a prank, guys. I don't think she yeah. put shit down here because it was a treacherous. Prank. It was treacherous falling down, 
fall, <laughs> falling down. I didn't. I didn't walk down this <laughs> trench. I Andy fell. fell into a cave. <laughs> I fell into a cave. And Woke got up. really excited about the idea of Garfield playing cards. Mm-hmm. Fell down a cave, and well, now we're all down here. here. Here's the thing: you guys know that a full, uh, pristine. Pat, like collection of Garfield trading cards is like uh, priceless. Like yeah. I could put, I could put my kid through college with this thing. The only one I'm missing at this point is Normal. Yeah, the holographic. Normal. The holographic. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I'm missing is holographic Normal. Right. And and even the even the Wait. possibility that there would be a hollow normal in this. <laughs> be- I, I am not a Garfield guy. Can you can you tell me what a, 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 a normal? Nur- yeah. You don't know normal. I don't know normal. No, I don't normal. Know normal. Normal is the little piece of shit gray cat that Garfield always. Wait, how do you spell that? N e r m e l. He was trying to spell normal and just got confused. Normal. Normal. All uh, Garfield hates normal, and how he deals with it is he is constantly finding ways to to pack normal up like like a package in the ship real him off. rarest Garfield card is the one where John Arbuckle drinks dog dog cum. <laughs> I have that one though. <laughs> that was that's Darren. What set are up. you familiar with the comic strip of Garfield where John Arbuckle drinks dog cum? That's the only logical. I I feel like I've seen this, and I feel like we've had a conversation about this in our chat, <laughs> our, our friend chat. Group. Yeah. It's my favorite comic strip of all time. He, he he's got Garfield at the vet. Garfield's getting checked up. Yeah. John drinks a a cup of what, what he thinks is coffee. Yeah. Off of the table where Garfield is visiting the vet. What's his name? And the nur- John Arbuckle. John and then John Ar- and then the nurse says to John Ar- Arbuckle after he drinks this gross coffee. Congratulations, Mr. Arbuckle. You're going to be a father to a litter of puppies. <laughs> There's no other explanation. The the writer the writer of Garfield has since tried to explain away. Jim Davis keeps lying about it. <laughs> Jim Davis that was is some of his fan, like his personal stash that actually got sent out. Jim Jim Davis is mortified that he wrote a dog cum <laughs> joke. And his... it's uh, you know I'm looking at this comic strip right now. It's Definitely an over-sexualized nurse as well, which adds oh, to the fact yeah. that it's... So it's, have a cup of coffee, John. Why? Thanks. Don't mind if I do. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Arbuckle. You're going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of puppies. On a scale And then Garfield's a, thinking, oh, I hate puppies. On a scale from uh, va va da voom, where would you rate this uh, sexualized I'd go with nerd? Baba Booey. That is... Uh, <laughs> That is, I, yeah, I, I guess I, there's no. Other I'm searching for another way to read this, and I don't. I don't. Jim I don't Davis know. explains that like the thing he drank is like some kind of like, um, uh, like adoption birth. serum. <laughs> <laughs> he says it's like some kind of like birth uh, nutrient thing. Yeah, that'll make you. But like, bro. Is dog it's dog. fucking dog cum. I, I just want to clarify to find this. To find this, all I did was type in John Arbuckle drinks cum. Yep. So like <laughs> the internet agrees with and you I guys. Just, so why does to... the nurse have a cup of dog cum? And, and also, got... why is the nurse so? Uh, she's got like don't drink off dogs. Jim Davis, you don't have to be embarrassed. We've all thought about drinking cum. We've <laughs> all thought about what it would taste like and what it would feel like and what it would do to your body. <laughs> so we all also, think about it constantly. We all think about what if Junior is real. And I could have a baby inside of me if I just drink a cup of cum. And if does does we're that de- also count? Not, 
to other animals because then I could be a daddy to uh, a pet instead of just being its owner. You're going to die in a cave, buddy. You're <laughs> never going to give birth to a dog. Yeah. That I've is never... out of the question for us. So Normal's whole thing is just being annoying. Yeah. Normal's annoying and Normal gets – she gets shipped. She so Garfield I, tries to I'm ship gonna be, her through the mail. I'm gonna That's be, her whole thing. Some fans have mistaken Normal for a female kitten because of his eyelashes. He seem he's his seemingly feminine personality and feminine sounding tone of his voice often gives younger characters. Uh, uh, oh, Jim Davis gives young characters eyelashes, so he's young, okay. not female. I apparently, apologize. For but I thought Normal, Normal was a girl too. I, f- I apologize for mis. I'm just reading. Normal. That's all. His latest appearance was August 23rd, 2020. Wow, they're still going up. They're still doing it. <laughs> what the hell is this word? Normal is the tetar tetaragonist? Tetaragonist. It's the thing from uh it's the thing from uh Captain America. Yeah, the, the, the tetaract. Tetaragonist. <laughs> what the hell's a tetaragonist? The thing that gives Iron Man his power. Big, it's that big cube that yeah, uh, Hulk the, is trying to get. Yeah, dude, it's the thing that gives Iron Man his power. Yeah. Tesseract. The Tekaract database. <laughs> Um, what the hell does this mean? I'm really glad that we got all this technology in the camper. <laughs> we get service down here, yeah, but my, we... nobody in my life is answering except for these two idiots. <laughs> yeah, I deleted all my contacts. I, I so, don't know any phone numbers. Um, I have a I have a very startling way of answering the phone. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I try to get out as much information as possible. Oh, dude. So if I if I call somebody and they pick up, I'm immediately screaming <laughs> every everything that they need to know. So uh, nobody, everybody's ignoring my calls. They don't believe that I'm down here. These are the names for numbered protagonists: the protagonist, deuteragonist, tritagonist, tetragonist, pentagonist. So it's the, uh, so it's the fourth lead. The fourth lead. What fucking pretentious fuck! Mm. Can't believe I have to die thinking about Jim Davis's tetragonist. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, Normal's uh, superhero alter ego is abnormal. Superhero (laughs) in a special. That's That's funny. That's funny. It's abnormal. Abnormal. That does follow my theory that normal is just normal spelled bad. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that and that the uh, prefix ab means bad or weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. Uh, I'm gonna start like dressing weird and yeah, hanging out. Everybody's like, "What's going on with this guy?" He, oh no, that's not Andy. That's Ab Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like dressing weird and acting like an asshole, and everybody's like, "It's okay. He, it's Ab Andy." I'm going to start behaving different and bad, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's not Devin. That's Shadow Devin." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll never good. get to do that because I have to die in a cave now. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying, guys. We don't have to die down here. It's not. It's not as bad to chew through your own ankle as you think. I it started is. this episode by saying we're talking Simpson curing limps, but we are in fact yeah. giving ourselves. We're going limps to like. By I'm, I'm halfway through my ankle. The first three bites were real bad because skin hurts. <laughs> but once you like the like to chew through bone. There's no pain receptor. Just get through the like the skin part. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate at all. I don't, I don't I, think you've been drinking too much blood, <laughs> yeah. and that's fine. And, and, <laughs> and if, that's fine. And if if that's what's going you're on, you're allowed to. And that's what's going on. I'm then my body is helping me handle this. I'm half. I'm halfway through my bone, and I'm gonna get there. 
Uh, you guys I dive back in for seconds and do the other one? You gotta okay. take the dive. You gotta take the dive and start dog on we your We took ankle. the dive into this cave. Wait, how does the movie, how does 127 hours end? He, he saws his own arm he off. He saw, he had a saw though, that's the thing? I think he like bludgeons it with a rock. I never saw it. Yeah, I never saw it either. Who is that? Is that Me James either. Franco? Is that Franco? Yeah, yeah, that's Franco. He like was nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah. Did he win? No, coward. Coward. <laughs> he was, that was a weird year for him. I think he won his Oscar for his spotlight on Days of Our Lives. Did you ever see his... Uh, he was on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> he was a... Yeah, he was on Soap Opera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was he really? Yeah. yeah. Like, at the height of his fame. At the height of his fame, he did one episode of 30 Rock where he plays himself it, who is in love with a Japanese <laughs> body pillow. <laughs> that reminds me of... Uh, the when, Weekend. Uh, Troy, <laughs> when Troy McClure... Is in who was Troy McClure in love with? Uh, he's it. He uh, Selma, right? He marries Selma. When but he marries Selma, but actually, he's actually in love with something else, but I can't remember what. Uh, some sort of inanimate object, I believe. Just like James Franco. Yeah. yeah, they ripped that off, dude. James Franco. If you check his IMDb page, he's directed uh, tons and tons of feature-length movies. Right. Like one year, he directed like ten feature-length movies that no one's ever seen. Because they're all his are they private bad collection. Or what are they? No, I think he like I, he was directing he like, like twenty movies a year of just like weird garbage. Doesn't he like cast like Cal Arts theater students yeah. and like makes them take their clothes off? Is yeah. that <laughs> is that what's going on? Right? Isn't he? He's a creep, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, I, yes, he, he directed like he directed four or five feature length films in twenty thirteen. Directors traditionally may direct. One feature length film every couple years. Yeah, because unless the process your name's takes so long. Woody Allen, then it's one a year. One a year. One a year. He taught at NYU while I was there, and he was teaching a graduate poetry to film class <laughs> <laughs> and never showed up for it. Uh, and he was like getting. Poetry to film. <laughs> what the hell does that even uh, mean? I'm adapting this Robert Frost into <laughs> a night. This, like, this. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, 13. 13 line Robert Frost poem. Into I'm teaching a, a PhD film. course on knock knock jokes to film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the business of interpreting looks people give to other people on the street into feature <laughs> films. <laughs> it's not going good. So he didn't show up. He didn't show up to teach. He didn't like, he never came to the class, I guess. And he was also getting, like six graduate degrees at the time. Oh yeah. He was like going to Brown and Harvard and NYU and a bunch of other schools at the same time and not showing up to any of the classes. We almost sense. got another teacher fired about it. Makes He's a sense. Weenie. Yeah. sounds like it. I'm sorry Jeez. That, that happened to you. Yeah. Now I live in a cave. Now you yeah. live in a cave. We don't, we don't have to, you guys just have to commit to a, uh, um, a horrifying act of self mutilation. <laughs> Uh, no. See? Okay. Yeah, it All definitely right. hurts. No. I'm glad you tried it. No. I'm telling you, yeah, it's gonna hurt to bite your leg off. I yeah. have, I have faith that we're gonna get rescued by somebody. Still, yet, I do. We do have service. Nobody's picking up. No one it's will okay. answer my calls. They're just annoyed with us. My Carl's. Yeah, my Carl's. <laughs> I did, uh, I did burn some bridges before I came down here. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. The bridges to get out of the cave. Yeah. But also a lot of your relationships. Yeah. Uh, Today uh, was a big day for you. I saw you on Facebook earlier. You were burning a lot of bridges. Yeah. Um I uh I finally uh I came out uh grew anon. <laughs> I, I believe that 
Gru from the movie Minions. Oh, boy. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's see if Andy can get through his bit. (laughs) I I believe that uh, Gru from the movie Despicable Me is a real guy. (laughs) He's really... He's... He's helping. Uh, he's helping taped out, take down the deep state. Yeah. Group. So I came. I came out as a, a, a militant member of the Gruanon movement on Facebook. I came it. out as a uh, today as believing in Jeff Goldblum and I, <laughs> <laughs> which is he's the leader of the. He's the deep state. He's in there, he's and he's giving us the answers. And if you watch Jurassic Park correctly, you can get a lot more information. I've that. been similarly uh, fixed on something as well. I've been uh, going back over old uh, Nick Jr. tapes of Blue's Clues for my Blue Clue. It's all there if you follow Steve the breadcrumbs. Is follow the lines on the sweater. Okay, <laughs> follow the lines on the sweater. Oh jeez! This, this is our real life, and this is what we really so believe. Long, this is our real life, and not a joke. And we, we really believe it. Long story short, we've been really trying so to get I, our friends involved in they, these. So they're not answering our calls. They're not anymore. answering our calls because they think it's about Gru. But I really am in desperate need of help. I unfortunately today started and then <laughs> fell victim to a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> I started at the top of the pyramid, but through some poor trading choices, actually ended up back in the middle. So you reverse Drake. Yeah, I reverse Drake. <laughs> I fell down the pyramid somehow yeah. of my own you multi-level at marketing. You the top and now you're way down here. I was selling um, natural uh, uh, essential oils, yeah. uh, but I, I, I don't know what happened, but now I owe a lot of people a lot of, of money. Yeah. And I cannot sell any of them. And nobody, so that's why nobody will answer our calls. This episode is... Hopefully, if we don't get saved, hopefully this episode is a, a like a flare in the night. And so yeah. Can help yeah, us. if anyone can help us or if you want essential oils, I have a lot at my house. Yeah. And if you're interested in taking on the deep state, we have some pointers. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. You just need to watch Jurassic Park. Just watch it. Just I look agree. at what's happening on screen. Why? And you would... can understand what he's, he's trying to offer us. So we we as a society have made Gru bad. Yeah, you know he he he's he he doesn't have to be a mad scientist if we accept him with open arms. He would just be he would just a be a scientist, scientist at that point. But go. we have driven him to madness. When Steve asks us if we can find the clue, we we yell and he's not hearing us. That's because he's not talking to us. Okay, he's not talking to us. He's talking to someone else. A clue. A clue. Where. When he's going into the pictures in the walls, that's him going further into right. the deep state. And we've established that there's no gender in the raptor, so why does he say clever girl? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and we're open to other people's shit, you know? I'm not closed-minded. I Like, I've become awakened. I don't need to pr- push Gruanon on you. Uh, 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 just please come sl- save us and we can have a, a vigorous dialogue. I recently became a paleo-scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> I believe all the Tom Cruise you stuff, believe, but also with the dinosaurs. You, you believe all the Tom Cruise stuff and that if we dig <laughs> deep enough into the Earth's yes. crust, we could find Xenu's corpse Yes, from 65 billion yes, years ago. Absolutely. When he blew up those. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Prove like us wrong. No crust, like please, my please stop ignoring us because <laughs> it's a life or death situation at this point. Uh, please stop ignoring us. Please, please we're begging you. Us. We're begging oh you. Can I intro the the episode real yeah. quick? Yeah. Let's intro the episode real quick, and then we'll get back to uh, we'll get back to the deep state. We're homophilia, the world's uh, preeminent Simpsons podcast. That's what we, are. we talk about Simpsons every week. And we this have week. t-shirts now. We got t-shirts now. Oh, we got t-shirts at homophilia.com. We kind of revisited homophilia.com a little bit, so we got some t-shirts up. They're pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So give us the ep, baby. All right, so we are in, uh, what is this, episode 18? Season 3, S3 episode 18. 18. This is number 53 overall from February 27th, 1992. This is the episode Separate Vocations. Uh, basically, uh, <coughs> after taking the Career Aptitude Normalization Test, or CANT test, Lisa finds out, uh, Lins- Lisa finds out of... This is not written correctly, Simpsons Wiki. Lisa finds out of being more suited to be a homemaker. I find out of being more suited. Yeah. I'm a- uh, essentially, Lisa gets uh, the result that she should be a homemaker, while Bart is more suited to be a police officer. Uh, the, uh, the Actually, the test machine malfunctioned while Bart's thing was going through. Uh, so while Bart enjoys his taste of authority, Lisa turns rebellious after being unable to pursue the career she originally wanted. In the end, it is Bart who present, present, pre- prevents Lisa from following the wrong path and encourages her to keep pursuing her dreams. Yeah. So we have a little, uh, we're going to r- r- roll reversal uh, going on in, in this one. Uh, I uh, I read today that um, there was a rigorous debate in the writer's room if it should be a joke ending or a sappy ending. Oh, really? What one. was the joke supposed to be? Uh, mm. They didn't They didn't specify, but there was, they, uh, there were like half the writer's room wanted it to be like a joke ending. Uh, I would assume Something like uh, um, I don't I I don't know whatever it is yeah um, uh, sappy ending one out and I think I was a good little tie in here it was yeah it was a good it was a good one I I like it it's not gonna it's 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 this is not gonna be a favorite episode of mine by any any shot but it was a good up I I, there was a lot of jokes there was a lot of jokes but I uh, I feel like um, yeah I liked it I liked it but I I feel. I don't know what it is. To me, I kind of feel like it kind of betrayed the characters a little bit. Uh, how so? I just feel like Bart jumped on being a hall monitor and an arc real quick, which I don't like. Up till this point, I have no reason to think that Bart Bart would give in to to authority for a sash, which is essentially what he did to become yeah. a fascist like, I, right away. I, I dig a, a lot sashist. of it. A sashist. Sashist. That's nice. I, they should put that in the episode. They should have done it. Sashism. And then I feel like Lisa right away too, she didn't, you know, she didn't challenge the test at all. She just kind of accepted. There's uh, a, there is a handful so. of episodes uh, uh, with this dynamic though, where, um, where Bart finds a new thing and on the opposite end, Lisa learns something that makes her question her her drive and her motivation. Um, there's the the one where she finds out that all Simpsons become stupid yeah. right around fourth yep. grade. But then she realizes it only applies to the men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a couple of them like this. I think it's it's uh, and an it's a easy fun gimmick. For them. I think it's a super yeah. fun gimmick, but I don't or think just, or for uh there's several episodes where Bart finds a way to find superiority over Lisa in some way. Nearly every like crazy laugh out loud funny moment in this episode though was an unrelated to the plot. I agree. It was like it was its own thing. I love the cop stuff. I, I mean, I love oh the the God. places they got to by use of this gimmick, but yeah, I didn't yeah. really feel like the gimmick itself 
uh, I think that they they are they're hitting on all cylinders with their jokes at this point. That's and why I think we that don't they remember were, this. I, right, I didn't I, remember this. I think that well. there was great jokes in this episode, and the, the, there was good situational jokes. I love the Wiggum stuff. I love the car, the car chase thing. I love the. Uh, can I see your club? Uh, most of it's the not whoppers, a club, it's a baton. What do you do with it? We club people. I love stuff most like of that. The so good. in this episode, the big lines all come from secondary and tertiary characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, again, I think that, like, I think that it was a solid app, but I just. Millhouse is the uh, tetragonist. Yeah. <laughs> tetragonist. That's, he's the fourth most important person on the show. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was it was a good app. Laughs, laughter throughout. Yeah. I mean, this would have been this would have been solid app. Season if this was in season two, it would have been top top episode. Absolutely, it would have been probably in the running for oh favorite. My God. favorite the, app. The, oh, during yeah. the car chase with the cops, yeah. when the guy drives into a tanker that looks like a gas tanker, but it says milk, and then it explodes. That's great. That is a visual, and there were a bunch of signs and visual gags that I really like. It would have been funny if like this is where Simpsons really fires on that A to C stuff, where it's like that gag would have been funny if he drove into a big tanker that looks like yeah. gas and then it reveals that it says milk and milk comes out yeah. that would have been funny on its own but for like to add the second turn of it exploding yeah. like gas and there's leaves? just that half a second little <laughs> little beat when it crashes and you're like oh it's not gonna ex-, and then it's like boom it's just that, <laughs> again they have their timing perfected where it, they did not waste even a full second on that bit like I think earlier in earlier they would they would give it a two second beat or something uh-huh. like that before it bursts to flame uh, to flames and it would waste time that they just they they've learned to just you know like you were saying how long does a phone have to ring for the audience to realize it's a phone call yeah and how you know they're getting calculated on their bit timing where they are not scared to to go super fast even through those delay bits did just you ever like, take one of these tests as a kid <laughs> i don't remember I, I did i feel like i did I remember the questions are so they would be like, do you like being in outer space? Do you like <laughs> yeah. lifting 40 pounds above your head? And it's like, all right, you'd be a good uh, like factory box guy or uh, a space station guy. Yeah. The questions um, are nuts. They And they make that joke in this episode where they're like, if you were a an animal, <laughs> what would you be? A worker ant? Uh, something something. A lawyer bird. <laughs> <laughs> a lawyer bird. I just love that it's the can't test. I, I love that the guy monitoring the machine is an old guy in a rocking chair who just do, beats it with a stick when it malfunctions. I feel like I had uh, a little bit of a Lisa moment in fifth grade or whatever because I, uh, I got cable repairman. I still remember that cable from being a, like a 12-year-old, 11 or whatever. Uh, a career aptitude test said that I should be a cable repairman. Which is, it's wild because they, we devalue labor in this country, like laborers. We view them as as lesser. Uh, So you spend all of this time being told like, you need to go to college, you can achieve anything, you can be the president. But also, like we need people to work in factories and it's very hard to give those conflicting messages to kids. Oh, yeah. You could be whatever you want. But maybe you should start <laughs> setting your sights a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, I, uh, Ow! I'm not going to get I'm not going to get through it. You have to. If you don't, you're down here for the rest <laughs> of your life. I'm no, OK I'm, with that. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to try to bite mine. You're going to starve to death. That's gonna, way worse. Yeah, I got faith. My hair theoretically will start growing close enough to you that you can eat some of that when it gets over there. One day. 
But I guess your own hair is going to grow yeah. fat. You can eat your own hair. You can eat your own is hair. Is there any nutrients in hair? Yeah, there's. <sighs> it's packed with Calcium. nutrients. Calcium. Vitamin B. That sounds like you guys are making this up. <laughs> it's bones. Bones are it's hair? It's tiny bones. <laughs> hair is tiny bones? It's basically bones, and you oh, can yeah. eat bones. I eat bones. Yeah, you eat bones a lot. Yeah. I did. Uh, I, my, I, my wife and I will go to Detroit Wing Company and we'll and we'll order uh, your finest plate of bones. Please, we'll, no, we'll order we'll order twelve twelve uh, twelve wings of whatever she wants, and then I eat the bones. <laughs> well, I usually get twelve hairless wings when I go yeah. out. To oh eat. yeah, uh, hair is bones. Because one time I fractured my arm, and the doctor uh, he cut my arm open and then just crammed a bunch of my hair in there, and it worked. Yeah, and I got a big infection. I had to cut the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. Your your doctor, your brother, yeah, Revan. Revan. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's, he crammed a bunch a, of your own hair in your arm. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you got you came back. You you're that's the only time I've ever seen you with short hair. Yeah, it was. Uh, you had to have gotten you had to have gotten some sort of weave after they that. Put a lot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you got you were really pale. Your arm was your arm looked like Popeye's arm, like it was stupid. Yeah, it looked like yeah. You, you and you were like distance, think it's muscular, but you could see that it was swollen. Yeah, with pus. and you were like, guys, I had a procedure done because I broke my arm. <laughs> it wasn't because I was trying to make myself look like muscles. I didn't cut yeah. myself open and cram a bunch of hair to make it look like I had a bunch of biceps. I had no, a medical. No, I hurt myself, my, and my doctor, uh, he put all that yeah. hair in there. You were like, and you were it like, wasn't because I was trying to impress the babes because it was the. Um, Week that the gang was going to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were like, I wasn't trying to look like Popeye. I was not. You the know, hair the will eventually feel like. <laughs> yeah, the hot guy. All the babes want to smash. Yeah. Popeye. Popeye is the height of masculinity. I don't want to look like that. This will eventually fuse itself back into the yep. bone. My my arm will look normal. That's what he said. My doctor who did this to me. It I broke my arm. I really did. Not the case. It, it yeah. does not. It did not. No, it's not normal. And my arm got really bad. Yeah. And uh, the your your description of the accident was crazy. Like, how could that even happen to somebody? Like, right. you, you didn't just nor like you were like, I it got wasn't sucked just a- inside out through an escalator. <laughs> yeah. You were just like, it, it's not a normal I accident. Was running too hard at the escalator and it sucked me in and took me into the upside right. down. And then, where and then you there, said, I, in the, uh, if you go through an escalator into the reverse part, yeah. there's a whole different world down there. That's an exact mirror of our world. And I got in a fight with my shadow self Yeah, and he broke my arm very bad. And then you came back and, and, and were normal, yeah. but then your arm was still broke. Exactly. Yeah, and, you, and like, then you were like, and guys, like that story's crazy enough that I would never make it up. Like, I if I was lying to you, I would have said a normal way that I broke my arm, like falling off my ra- rollerblades. Yeah. But I'm not lying because why would I lie and make real. up such a crazy story? It just sucked that I wanted my arm to look like um, Popeye's arm, but instead it ended up looking like Popeye's favorite food, mushy and green. Mushy. And it's just yeah. just a just a wet wet pile yeah. of green pussy mush. And then you. Were- <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, yeah, this is like this is what my arm looks like. Uh like could you imagine if it looked like Popeye though? But it, no, it's just <laughs> broke. It is just broke and I could show you guys the underground world, 
but the mall's closed because right. of the pandemic yeah. now. Yeah. So there's no escalator. You can't go in. And the so, escalator is not turned on because nobody's right, using it. So, so we got in there. Because nobody can even go there now. So so I, I'm i not lying because I wouldn't make up such a crazy story. But you can't see it because the escalator's off now. There's no entrance to the underworld. Now, what I did do was with the other arm, since this turned out not so good, I actually just printed out a bunch of, um, just on my printer at home, uh, yeah. Just a bunch of pictures of Popeye's arm, and I just taped them around my arm. Right, and now it looks just like Popeye's so arm. Now there's a big, a printed out photo <laughs> of Popeye's muscle. Taped around, around yeah. but De- Devin, Devin's bicep is so skinny. The piece of paper is wrapped around like three times, yeah. and yeah. the photo quality—I couldn't get the sizing right because I don't have Very Photoshop. Pixelated. I had to do it on MS Paint. It's and hard to even tell that that's a tattoo of an anchor. To be honest, well, with it's you. because I didn't like the anchor tattoo, so I tried to make my own tattoo on it in MS Paint. Right, and is, then we were like, well, "But then that defeats the purpose of it even being Popeye's arm." Right. But you're like, "That's what I want." That's what I want. Well, I wanted a tattoo to of Cher because uh, I've seen her in concert 10 right. times and I but love so much. It's, but it's a photo of Cher touching her toes like a cheerleader because <laughs> yeah, it, it is a photo of an anchor that is, you just yeah, photoshopped Cher's head on very to the confusing. top circle part. That is not what her body looks like. <laughs> no, it's still an anchor. Her just head is on the top of the anchor well, now. It's a you're metaphor like, that she is what keeps me right. She keeps me anchored. You're she's like, she's anchor. jumping up in the air and trying to touch her toes like a cheerleader, but it's just an anchor. It's just an anchor. Yeah, a lot of times Sometimes I will be swimming in the ocean. I'll say, look at that cheerleader touching their toes, but yeah. it's actually just an anchor. And then you try to dive down to the bottom to of the sea. Because, yeah. yeah, and then I get water in my lungs really yeah. bad, and my brother has to take the big straw and put it down my throat and suck all the yeah. water out. The amount of like times that I've gotten called that Devin threw his back out again <laughs> trying to pick up, a, pick up an anchor thinking that it's a cheerleader he can hoist in the air. Yeah, you can imagine how embarrassing it was when I showed up to prom with an anchor. Yeah, <laughs> dragging day. an anchor. And you were like, you kept saying... Hey everybody, this is my ball and chain. But it really was. It was. It was. Yeah. And it, the, the, it wasn't know. a joke because that's what it really it was, was. Truly a ball and chain. I screwed up the 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 floors of the school because they had the yeah. tile, and I just dragged the. They had to through. pass a whole millage. Like the whole town had to vote to yeah, repair the damn Sterling Heights, which yeah. was those were bleed years. Oh man. Oh, geez, Louise, folks. Yeah, they had to ration food and stuff for years after I, I bankrupted the town by taking an anchor to Brown. Yeah. I can't believe that millage passed because there was a bunch of pork barrel spending that got added to it. Like, the original yeah, millage I was just... earmarked it pretty bad. <laughs> like, fix, fix the damage Devin did to the school, but all this pork barrel spending got stuffed into the... Yeah, the I, I definitely... I earmarked the hell that's, out of that That's thing. where that I, golden uh, butthole circle came oh, from. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was one of those crazy things that got... Like, who you, wanted... Nobody wanted that. I wanted that. You wanted it. I got, you my, like, I got my grubby hands on that bill right at the beginning. As as I wrote a bunch of stuff. As there, long baby. as we're here fixing the school, we might put a we might as well put a giant butthole <laughs> <laughs> welcoming everybody into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bankrupted the town. Yeah, I, I did bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Big time. And why all those secret tunnels? Why did you why did you put the in the village that everyone they... loves secret tunnels? <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking if I could go from my house to a seven eleven without having to be above ground, how cool would that be? I could yeah. have Slurpees whenever I every, wanted. Every one of them. You can have Slurpees whenever you want already. I know. And that was a big problem that I realized <laughs> after we got done with it. I was like, Oh, I already have access to Slurpees. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, every single secret tunnel goes from a place to your house. Yeah, game like, stuff to my house. <laughs> 7-Eleven to my house. Uh, Vapor ice to your house. Vapor ice to my house. Uh, 
uh, the, the liquor the store dojo. to my house. Yeah. The dojo to my house. The trading card store to my house. The internet cafe to your house. house. He still doesn't have a computer at his home. So no, I am. Uh, well, I have a computer. I just yeah. don't have internet. So I will take my he, desktop to the internet He cafe. uses a desktop at this internet cafe where it's just a bunch of eight-year-olds playing internet <laughs> slots in him. See, the secret tunnels where I, after I got sucked through the escalator, I thought, well, I want my own upside-down secret world. And then I made it. And now I'm the shadow version of myself. Now, all of these tunnels coming directly into your house really weaken the structural integrity. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> my house has just been sucked back into the earth. It is a sinkhole. It's yeah, like yeah. a mile in <laughs> diameter at this point because I dug so many tunnels. If there is really an underground layer or world, we would see it. That hole is so yeah, deep. it is. I actually, I kind of live at the center of the earth now. <laughs> And uh, it's 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 cool. It's hot. It is cool. It is hot. It is hot. I uh, uh, I will say I went. Can't over. believe I left my cave to come to this cave. Yeah. <laughs> I have a great I cave. Know how you got out of there? <laughs> Big it ladder. Is, Big it rope is a, ladder. Uh, I went over there for a barbecue a couple of weeks ago. It's cool. I did the reverse. Um, you know how like when you tie a bunch of sheets together and throw it out the window to climb down. Yeah, I did that. Up. You can throw really high. <laughs> yeah, I threw my sheets way you, up. It's weird because you can't throw, <laughs> like you can't throw a football at all. No, because I got bum arm after yeah. the spinach thing. <laughs> you can't. You can't throw far. No, like, absolutely not. But you can throw so uh, high. <laughs> yeah, can, I can laser it you up. Can throw. I've never seen anybody. If there was a sport where, <laughs> if this, if it was, like, if throwing as high as you can was a sport, yeah, you would be a. And I a, have Olympics. been trying to make that happen. Yeah, I've been trying to enter the Olympics, um, throw as high as. That you was can. part of the millage was uh, like to pay thirty million dollars, not to, get to the a, not to bring the Olympics to Sterling Heights, no, but to bring throwing as high as you can to the Olympics. Yeah, make it its own event. Well, I, the city of Sterling Heights spent thirty million dollars yeah. trying to get. Throwing as high as you can to be a sport in the Olympics. Yeah, and that and is you, actually a much more difficult process than yeah. you would think. I, I did not realize all the <laughs> stuff that goes into it. You bought all of the bobbleheads left from the 1996 Olympics that were that uh, that like uh, that little mascot they had that looks like the DNA from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> to try to state your case, it did not work. Yeah, no, it went really bad. So I spent an additional $10 million trying to add it to the X Games, but <laughs> that Which was also they, not working They said out. this is dope, but we don't have any throwing sports. Well, no, they, <laughs> they said they don't have any throwing sports, and then they couldn't decide if it's a winter or a summer thing, because right. you can do it in either. <laughs> you do so, it in so you were like, pick a lane, we'll throw snowballs as high as you can, and they were like, yeah, the, uh, you can still do that you can technically. Still do it. You can do it, whatever, so they, they wouldn't do it. And then I spent another ten yeah. million dollars trying to come up with something I called the Spring X Games, right? Which applies which to would only be throwing sports, <laughs> only throwing sports. So the, they said we're really getting away from it. The was you said it X was games. X X Game Spring colon the perfect time for throwing? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's nice outside. You know, maybe a windbreaker kind of day. But they said X stands for extreme, and they said there's nothing extreme. And about you were like, up really high. but you were like. Trust me, when I throw something a mile into the sky, it's extreme. Fucking extreme. Well, I tried to do a display for him, threw it up, accidentally broke the windshield of yeah. a plane and sucked everyone out through the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> and that and was then, blood on my hand. Sterling Heights had to and pay you for the bill for that. You accidentally made a hero out of Sully Sullenberger. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, I should have got money from the movie that came to that. That was the coolest. 
part of that movie is they do the whole thing and then in the middle of it without explaining what's happening they just show a guy with a ponytail <laughs> hurling a snowball a mile into the sky and it breaks through the window watch this the X Games <laughs> they, don't, they don't set it up in the movie at all they just it's like a drama about Tom Hanks as Sully uh, living his life and then just out of nowhere this this scrawny little guy with long hairs Hurls a snowball into the sky and, and crashes. Downs the pl- a plane. Downs yeah. a plane. Oh, Ooh. you know, Sterling Heights had to pay for all that all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, things have not been good there. No, I want to apologize assume. to the crew there. Um, I would assume not. I really bungled that. I'm still looking forward to throwing as high as you can to be in any competitive arena. Uh, I think it's a real ge- like. It would be a way you to know. get us out of this cave at and this you know, point. And, honestly, ESP... Yeah, we could... <laughs> you could throw a help sign up there. Well, when my foot comes off, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to toss you, it up there. <laughs> you do say that, yeah, having a strong base is the is the anchor of throwing something high. Yeah. You need to be able to plant and hurl. Yeah, you need an anchor. And for me, that's my date. <laughs> Season 3, episode 18. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hell of a run. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat back and watched that one. You guys were just going there. It was a uh, it was eleven minutes long. That run. <laughs> it was an eleven minute run. Baby, wow. I could talk about the X Games uh, for a long. Yeah, time. that was uh, that was a good one. I'm they glad. Were, okay, I feel I feel like I understand out. our current predicament a lot. They should better. add a fall Olympics as just spooky sports. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ghost That's in the graveyard. About. Olympic ghost in the graveyard. Jack o' lantern carving. <laughs> That's, That's it. Idea. That's it. <laughs> Two things. Ghost in the graveyard and Jack Lantern. Get a bunch of Those leaves sports. in a pile, but then jumping in them and ruining the pile. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. It is a good idea. Fall sports. I don't hate uh, the idea of... Corn maze race. Yeah. <laughs> the corn mazing race. Ah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. It writes itself. John Davis is the singer. Tailgate <laughs> spread the sport. <laughs> We could do some lawn sports and lawn sports. Yeah, I would be one hundred percent behind a, a lawn sports Olympics, a fall Olympics that includes lawn sports because lawn sports are good in the fall. Because that's I agree, season. and they're uh, they're some of the best sports. I did a beer Olympics in college once. Did you win? Uh, it fell apart at the, the last event after an entire day of events was... Oh, you mean the all-day drinking somehow fell apart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it descended into chaos somehow? The last the last sport we did was capture the can, but it was a 30 rack. <laughs> so nice. you had to... You had to <laughs> run with a case of no, beer? No, you had to, like, you could go steal, like, one at a time or whatever. Uh, uh, so, you like, you had to finish the whole 30... Uh, oh this God. is after a whole day of stuff, so... Uh, but, uh, yeah, can you imagine running around after drinking oh, just no. beer? Dude, oh, so yeah. we when I was in college, there was a there was a I wouldn't say there was a, a two day thing, and uh, we were like number one the first day. But that night we partied super hard, <laughs> uh, and the second day was like the field sports day, like on the football field and stuff. But at some point in the night before, I tripped and I hit my head on the wall. Oh god! Uh, and I, uh, it was like one of those like uh, textured walls, so it, it, it wasn't like, like I stucco. It, yeah, it wasn't like I like hit hard. I kind of hit sideways, so it scratched oh, open no. my forehead. 
Uh, and we ended up uh, we ended up winning the the field sports thing all hung over, but there's a picture in my forehead is just fucking Covered skinned in off and bloody, and I'm just like clearly miserable because by that time it's like 3 p.m. and we've been out in the sun all day. Do you day. know what I heard? It this is unrelated, but I heard when I was a kid someone told me, and I remember other people saying this. They were like. Uh, Jimi Hendrix would sandpaper his forehead a little bit and then soak his bandana and ass. Yeah. And, and now yeah. as an adult, I'm like, that is absolutely not true and you don't need to do that. And yeah, why yeah. would he do that? He don't lied, do that That's kid logic. Ban- he lined his bandana with acid. What the hell? I guess you could just, just, you couldn't you, you could just line your bandana with acid if you wanted to. Like, yeah. And that would slowly take you. You don't have but to cut yourself. But it was access to, to liquid acid in such doses that... They're yeah, that's weird. Their I don't know why people told me that. Just eat the acid. It's like a word. Just weird eat urban it. Like, yeah, it, just, just eat your acid, like an adult. Yeah, alleged. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand that. That's very weird. Yeah, and there's the people who talk yeah. about like acid eye drops and stuff like that. Right. Like why? Why don't you just eye drop your tongue? Like what? You could just, exactly. That's the same Anything thing. Porous. Yeah. Or why so would I've you seen get on TV anywhere shows. near you at all? Because because acid Bad. burns you up. Bad. Because you want to be the yeah. Because you want to be the Joker. Yeah. Oh, you want to be the Joker. Yeah, dude. There are those in the world that just want to see it Can you imagine Joko Hendrix and he's Joker Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix? Okay, but... Full Joko mode on, on the guitar? If we're really going there we and, and Joker's the one who wants to watch the world burn, yes. then is it for real? Then isn't that just for, for our purposes in this reality? Isn't that just... The president, it, it's yeah, his, joking the guy. on, yeah, isn't it him? Because it, because then he, what he's doing is watching the world burn as it goes because of the California and because of the all of the stuff. So you're saying you believe and, in Jokonan, and yes, that there is a Joker that, in the deep state, yes, who and knows that, all this stuff, and that if people just laughed at him in that stand up club in the 1970s, everything would be fine. I like when Jack Nicholson's dancing to that Prince song. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I. Uh, That's a good Batman. That is a good Batman. I forgot about that one. That's good to eat like an like I ate an edible and watched it with uh, Fort and Miranda Bergs and uh, uh, Jared and it was. That is that was called a Bat Dance or something like that? That song. I think he, that Bat Dance is the song he wrote for it. That song is different. That's just a Prince song. That's the one where they show up and they go to the museum and they're breaking all yeah. the good yeah. art and stuff to the Prince song. Oh, yeah. dude, that movie rocks. I forgot about that movie. Good movie. Good uh, movie. After <laughs> after Heath Ledger uh, uh, committed suicide. Allegedly. Allegedly. Heathcliff <laughs> uh, Ledger. Is that anything? That's another Heath cat Cliff like Garfield. Ledger. Yeah, that is. Uh, Jack Nicholson gave an interview to somebody and was like, you know, I told him that playing the Joker uh, is dangerous and uh, and accessing that evil can really push you to a dark place. And then you go watch that movie and he's just he's being... Like doing silly. He's just being Jack Nicholson. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just being himself, but he's... Face he was painted. nominated for an Oscar for I that. Know. I know. They painted his face white and he just walked around doing easy riders. There shit. are, what, now four actors that have played blockbuster Joker roles in our lifetime, yep. and three of them have been nominated for Oscars. Like, Wait, if I who was. Where are all of them? Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jared Leto right. won for best actor. <laughs> for, <laughs> for best actor. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger was nominated posthumously, or won posthumously. Uh, fucking Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix won. So two, three of the four have been no, nominated. Jared Leto didn't get nominated. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't yeah, get no, nominated. He was, he was the like the the bad one. 
I didn't he was the bad one. I didn't see it either. In the Adam West Batman, Cesar Romero plays the Joker, dude. but he would never shave his mustache yeah. for it. So he just paint over it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> in great. Adam West Batman, but if, he is so good. It's so good. Dude, if you want to watch it, I just bought the first season. Dude, I'm all about it. I love that show. If I, was, I love it so much. Uh, if it's I was, just so much comical hijinks. So funny. A Hollywood actor, I would just... Get hired to play. Yeah, the why don't Joker. they make the whole thing out of Joker? <laughs> and, and go act like an asshole for two months and then win a fucking Oscar. Yeah, they like three of four have been nominated and two of four have won. That's nuts. That's nuts, mode. Yeah, but also it's just Batman, so they just get millions and millions and millions of dollars put behind them in like yeah. CGI and stuff too. I don't know that. Like, first of all, like Joaquin, like. I, I'm not going to say it was not a good performance, but like he just played insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he I didn't just see that one. You didn't see that one? No. Was it good? Uh, I, I'm with Andy on this one. I don't know why they made it. I don't know. What are they trying to say? Like insults I, are bad. When they, when <laughs> Pretty they, much. Yeah. That, that's it. I that mean, like sucks to me when they announced it, it sounded cool to me. They're like, Hey, we're going to make, just a Joker movie, and it's going to be a New York movie, and it's yeah. going to be like thirty million dollars. It's not going to be a huge thing. I'm I, like, that sounds fun. I don't. I uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I just don't really know. Like, I don't know why they made it. Like, I don't know why they made it. I'm like, I don't know what they're trying to Joker say. No, I mean, I don't hate it. In the age of school shooters, they made yeah. a movie. They, they made a movie. Yeah, that was like, like this. You is should okay. feel bad for these people. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming everybody's seen it. But essentially, you know, like, like he's a f- deranged incel who has fabricated the entire world around him. Uh, and they're kind of like, they kind of make him out to be the hero. But he's the dude who is in a relationship in somebody in his mind with, with somebody he's never talked to. Yeah. You know, he's like, you know, it's, it's he's just a... F- freaking and like yeah you feel bad for him because i would have liked it better if they didn't give him a mental disorder where he has to laugh uncontrollably if he was just like a weirdo i think it would have been a little better but like that adds this element of like they want you to feel sorry for this guy who's a terrible terrible person uh deranged person you can just make the main character a horrible bad guy you don't have to humanize them yeah i i agree Totally. And I think that's like, like I am more on board with Heath Ledger because at least he's clear about what, like he's clear that his whole thing is to prove that humanity's evil. And he like, that's where he's wrong. And that's what makes him like the disbelief when the prisoners don't blow up the other guys at the end of the movie or whatever. That's what makes him like a satisfying result. Right. Because it shows you that his, the the message they're trying to say is the lack of faith in humanity is the wrong way to look at things because humanity will prevail because we're inherently good. And that's, that's the takeaway from that Joker, and that's why he's so despicable. It would be to walk away from a Batman movie where the message is there is good in humanity. Yeah. And they do like a fucking kind of like, I don't know, they they, they kind of leave it at like a choose your own, was this real or not at the end, which I don't fucking like for that movie yeah. at all. I would like one tell thing, me what it is. I don't want a lock stock a and two smoking barrels like did they drop the guns or not. Right. I don't want that shit. Tell me. That's why I paid to watch this movie. It would be, it would be one thing to... To, if somebody was very inspired to to show a story about the da- like the dangers of yes. unchecked mental illness, right, and what we as a society could do to help these people, yes, it's a, another thing. This movie is another thing because it's a purely cynical yeah. thing. Todd Phillips, in interviews about it, said. In our cancel culture these days, I can't like comedy's dead. I can't make comedy anymore. So if you guys don't want that, this is what you get. And that, like that, oh, the old school guy. Yeah, f- yeah, and yeah. The, t- the old school guy felt like he couldn't make uh, uh, racist jokes anymore. So this is what he did. 
and that's why and I really. I mean, it's and the just, Riddler, same thing. Jokes and riddles. It's crazy <laughs> that they like back yeah. in the sixties. Well, I guess the forties for Batman, but like they should have gone Spons. down. They should have gone down that. Well, like Joker, Riddler, Doctor Knock Knock, <laughs> Doctor Knock Knock, the Spoofer, Captain Satire. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Sergeant make em ups. <laughs> Sergeant make em ups. <laughs> the silly stand up. I would love an improv villain. Yeah. Ooh. All improvisers are villains. Yeah. You either uh, you either uh, quit yes as an improviser or, or perform long enough to be the villain. Yes and long enough to become <laughs> yes the villain. Yes and long enough to be the villain. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so I love this episode. Though. It was very. There was I dig the episode. Yeah. Of just, I know we went on a, a Joker tangent here. Uh, I know it's very not like us to go on tangents. Uh, unrelated. It's not tangents. even the first time we've talked about the Joker. No, we've had. I mean, we've, we've had, had, had a series of. Yeah, we we probably have four episodes worth of Joker content. I only think about like five out. things. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Oh, I know. That's it. But I think bugs, Joker, bugs, so, Joker, rollerblades. But long, long, long story short, in this episode, there's a, a, a few parts there's a few parts here they take the test uh which there's some good teacher gags we can get into then uh lisa gets a homemaker which makes her lose faith in her hopes and <laughs> dreams bart gets police officer which gets him along in the ride along they had an incredible use of montage in it like yes God, like almost yeah. half of this episode was various montages right. in a way that you don't even you don't even register them as montages because they're yeah. they are simultaneously uh, telling the story for for the uh, uh, writers as well as providing joke after joke after joke, yep. uh, like uh, the entire uh, film noir of of Bart really getting into being a sick, uh, uh, hall monitor was beautiful. It was uh, a great. Uh, genre so spoof, good music. Joe, uh, every single movement in it was a joke. Uh, like, um, cop montage. Uh, yeah, there were like three or four different yeah. uh, uh, segments. Well, right at yeah, right at the great. very top of the episode, they 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 did something that, that they first did last week, which I really like this, and and I I'm, I would, I mean, I would imagine they continue to do this moving forward, where. Uh, uh, Krabappel says, I, I've got a surprise for you today. And then it shows the thought bubble over like four different people's heads of what they think the surprise is going to be. One is like, uh, I don't remember what they were, but Bart's was her taking off her face and being an alien. And then she's the, 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 the then she just goes, hey, we're taking a test. And that's the reveal. But yeah. I like that, that use of, of that. I mean, cause even right there, that's a mini four part, like quick. Quick joke. Uh, quick joke. They, that, that's definitely a joke structure that they'll come back to again. Another, Another high frequency Simpsons joke follows directly after this. Uh, um, they they pan down yep. to Lisa's room, and uh, so you see the cutaway of the whole building, and you see a boa constrictor uh, trapped uh, trapped in, in the between pipes the between the floors. <laughs> That style joke happens probably conservatively 70 times throughout the 700 episodes yeah. where they pan from something and they'll just they'll just uh, slice it. And they, you'll see like aliens in the ground or, or dinosaur bones or yep. like old. Yeah, it's I, just a I quick visual it. gag, which I like. Love and it. it's a good way to uh, kind of juxtapose Bart and uh, Lisa because that whole scene, it shows the reactions where Bart's like, no. And Lisa's like, yay. Uh, and, you know, early on, they do a good job of, you know, of further defining the characters we know where Bart's not impressed by the test. Lisa's excited about the test. 
uh, one of the class, kids in Lisa's classroom says, uh, that was a waste of time. And Lisa says, school's never a waste of time. And that's a funny bit. <laughs> but, uh, but, going, so school's never a waste of time. The next line is her teacher, Miss Hoover, yep. saying, uh, all right, class we, have about, <laughs> class, we have about 15 minutes until recess. Why don't you just stare blankly towards the board for the rest of the time? That Bart, is one of my favorite bits. Bart so delivers good. this line where they're talking about after and they're like, wow, I thought you'd be a drifter. And he goes, wow, a drifter. He delivers it with the same yeah. like yeah. cadence is like, hey, cool, I'm dead. And you get him uh, imagining himself as a drifter. You <laughs> Cops later, gonna run me out of sheriff. Sheriff's, <laughs> sheriff's gonna run me out of town. Yeah. You're not getting my vote. That's you a laser, good or you later get um, him imagining himself as a, a secret witness to a crime oh. Uh, oh where God. he's played <laughs> played by Steve Allen with his face blurred out. They yeah. show at the bottom in a little crawl. They're like witness voice uh, altered to sound like Steve yeah. Allen. Steve Allen is the, uh, the screen. Steve Allen is credited as Bart's warped courtroom voice. Yeah. <laughs> I love former I love, boy, uh, host of the Tonight Show. Yeah, so th- like show. this era of Simpsons is how you do cutaway gags. Yeah. yeah, like you hear the term cutaway gag and you immediately think of Family, family guy. guy and how terrible their the 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 frivolousness of their cutaways is infuriating to me. Yes, you watch this episode and watch. The like Bart's imagination run wild. It's all in service of the episode. It doesn't feel it, like a cutaway guy. No, you don't even notice it's happening. And they're spo- they're spoofing stuff with such a level of like uh, precision that it doesn't even feel like a spoof. There's like yeah, you know, there's the, in- you know, the film noir spoofs in here. There's like specific movie spoofs and uh uh it just all is in service of the story they're telling i really dug the whole cop uh, section of this too i think that Holy started moly. great and th- so like the the they uh, skinner arranges a ride along for bart because he got uh after the test the machine malfunctioned and said that he would be a police officer uh so they pick him up and it opens with one of my favorite jokes of the episode which is uh i uh, can I hold your club? And then he says, "It's uh, it's what does it say? It's, a it's nice, called the baton. It's called the baton. What do you do with it? We club people. <laughs> club people. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, but then that whole there's a montage while they're driving where they're like he, he, they're talking about the job with a bunch of like irony and jokes and stuff. And you're seeing somebody robbing the quickie mart and getting away. Uh, the car has the license plate of Xcon. Uh, oh, that one of the yeah. They they uh they're in pursuit of a car who's yep. fleeing a crime, and Eddie, the police officer, calls it in, and he's like, "We're trailing a red car." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, and that, uh, I feel like that that line is one of the most classic Simpsons jokes. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Where like you expect that, some yeah. detail. Snake's head goes through the windshield and Wiggum's giving him a speech. Yeah. And then Carl, he goes, <laughs> You've won the lottery uh, to like, jail. He's like, he's unconscious, sir. And Wiggum just kind of trails off like, yeah, I can, they can, they can still hear stuff. He's <laughs> unconscious, sir. I love, uh, so, so I they, think, they honestly, pull in there. They have him cornered in a parking lot. Uh, they get out. They're like, the cops are like, where's our backup? And then, uh, what's his name? Goes up to Bart, who's on the ride along. He's like, this goes against all regulations and uh, better judgment but can you cover us kid <laughs> they hand him, him a gun, gun. Hand him he a just gun. Fire, fires and it the, wildly the, the car's r- driving straight at bart uh towards the uh, alley uh and bart just firing this gun randomly at the at snake driving the car <laughs> and the uh the, the the alley gets smaller so the car crashes on the sides right before it hits bart uh, it, it hits bart and the cop goes thank god uh thank god this alley gets skinnier in the middle and it's, I, honestly, I love that bit i personally i truly believe that my 
early love of The Simpsons has um, contributed to my disrespect and disdain for police. Yeah, no, I mean, this they, show it, this, this is, show is yeah. critical of all authority they and did all a, institutions. Yeah, in this episode specifically, they, they really uh, exploited the ignorance of the school faculty and also... Like when they're like, do you have to get straight A's to be a cop? And the cops just laugh, wow. like stuff like that. They're just, oh, they're yeah. just instantly there was, going after uh, teachers and cops in this when, episode. When Bart gets cop on his aptitude test, they're having family dinner and, uh, and Marge finds out and she's like, oh, your father wanted to be a cop, but they said he was too heavy. Homer goes, no, I was too fat for the army. I was too dumb for the cops. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. That's a good bit. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, we cut from that cop stuff to my second favorite joke of the episode where Skinner is petting a statue of a puma and he goes, yeah, that's my joke. vigilant puma, puma, principal of the principal mountains. Principal of the mountains. Oh, my God. What a I weird energy. I yeah. love are we it, doing man. favorite jokes? That was your favorite? Yeah. No, that's my second favorite. Second, are we doing uh, favorite jokes? We are. We're, we're getting to time, but we can yeah, we can roll through. Let's let's finish the... Let's, yeah. let's go a little longer. I think, our, get the, I, th- I think our favorite joke is all going to be the same. Because it was such a heavy hitter. Yeah, that was a whopper. Yeah. Well, Darren, you said yours was the Puma. I really love the Puma bit, but I like Skinner. But mine's the same. (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of them that I like. Uh, There's a bunch of them that I like. I did like. uh, um, I I always I I enjoy watching Lisa uh, uh, come to terms with herself. Like those are always yeah, those are totally. always very strong totally. episode arcs for me. Like because she's she's so talented, but I like uh, um, and convicted. Uh, she has uh, strong convictions. She's very talented, but she. Uh, I think it's common for them to explore uh, her uh, confidence in herself in these episodes where she explores. Uh, uh, her doubt, it, they always lead to cool places. Yeah. I, I like her uh, having a, a moment to yeah. be like a bad kid. That I was do too. great. I, I mean, and I'm, to come around and, and to come around at the end. I and also like and, and the, believe in herself. Again. I also like Bart having a a moment to be the narc. I mean, he yeah. like he and I, I. While I don't like that, as I think it's in the context of like great Simpsons episodes, I think it's a cheap gimmick, but I don't, I don't, I didn't hate it at all. I enjoyed the hell out of this I episode. Love I really Bart did. Walking Millhouse yeah. out of the, oh, yeah. the lunchroom. And you get Absolutely. this classic Millhouse sign where he's like, sure we have order, but at what, what price? price? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I love that line. Perfect Millhouse line. I totally, like, yeah, like Millhouse single just has delivery. these daggers. Yeah. 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 Millhouse, all I know of Millhouse point. is freaking snipes. <laughs> Episode <laughs> snipes. I, that's it. Absolutely. I don't know anything about Millhouse. Yeah. 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 We should call him bolt action. Cause we have, snipes, <laughs> we, we, I don't, have, uh, we do have a Mil- Millhouse centric episode coming up soon. Good. I'm excited. I, wait. I do not hate, uh, I, I didn't hate this episode at all. I didn't. I, I really didn't. And I'm, I think that just, again, it's the Simpsons gold episodes that we've seen so far that make this not that. You know, this is only dwarfed by the fact that the Simpsons have been so good. I honestly think that uh, um, if it weren't for last weekend, this would be number one for me. Or last week's episode, yeah. Homer at the Bat. I honestly think that I would say this was. I switched one. because of how hard I laughed. Yeah. I like the world building of Flame and Moe still more than I like this one. I think that sure. I think that for me, The Simpsons is at its best when it's not uh, when when it's utilizing the world that it's built even, better. Even than like this. so, Lisa steals the teachers' manuals. 
uh, and they they show all of the teachers smoking cigarettes in teachers' yeah. lounge. Oh, that's great! They're all nervous because they've lost their power in the manual. It's great. And and <laughs> Skinner <laughs> Skinner comes in the room and they're all screaming at him like, "What are you gonna What are you gonna do?" And just the tra- as it trails off, you hear one guy go, uh, "Does anybody know the multiplication table?" <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so funny. It's great. So that. to resolve the episode, essentially Bart has become a fascist hall monitor. Lisa has become a bad kid. They're closing in on finding out that Lisa stole the teacher's books and then Bart says that he was the one who did it to cover for Lisa uh, which which uh, leads Bart to a a line that I really liked which was uh, why'd you do it Bart and then Bart says because uh, something along the lines you're smart and talented you're going places you're going places and I'll be right there along the way to borrow money. Yeah, and it's it's such a it's such a good little hook at the end there because they had they did have the moment and then they got uh you know, it ends with uh, Bart doing a chalkboard gag in the end of the episode yeah. and uh, Lisa playing the saxophone outside. Oh, Simpson, you just saved this school $120. <laughs> That's he's a good one, too. It, he's treating it as like a life and death problem. You, yeah, and then <laughs> you, you saved this school $120. Uh, that's great. So, so what's uh, what, I guess if I'm going to have to pick it, I'm probably going to go. Are you guys know music teacher? Is that your joke? Oh no. no. My joke Wait, is the books have gone oh, missing yeah. and the cops are looking for the books oh, and the, the dogs go to the library and they go uh what do they say? The dogs have had the scent of they found oh, the, the scent of oh, books. Oh, the dogs have picked up the scent of books <laughs> and they're at the library and they drive a tank <laughs> through the door so of the library. They, they, sh- they ship a book <laughs> in the scent dog's face. <laughs> And the scent dogs, dogs rush to the library, the and then they try to back down the library with a tank. It's the line delivery it's of so, Wiggum yeah. saying, the dogs have picked yeah. up the scent of books. Just, I'm barking at the library. I'm so funny. I'm absolutely going with, uh, so Marge is trying to help Lisa get her confidence back, and they go to the, the music guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lisa oh, that's is, a great bit, it's too. It's a great bit. It's a great bit. That's my, this is my favorite. But uh, the, the Puma one's close, but Lisa's uh, playing first. It's. It's, it's like a two-part bit that I love. First, Lisa's playing it, and the music guy's just like, oh, yeah. Loving it. He's cool. loving it. Oh, cool. Right. All right. And then uh, uh, they go, so what do you think? You think uh, you think I got to, you think I, she's got the skills to be a professional blues player? And then he goes, oh, I'm going to be frank with you. And by frank, I mean devastating. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good line. Perfect. Uh, Her fingers are too stubby. Fingers are too stubby. And then, they cut so to, and then the third part is they cut to Homer and he drops his beer can and says, oh, he's stubby fingers. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a little like, three-parter right there. It's like, boom, it's boom, like boom, boom, four boom. jokes yeah. on, one, on it, one idea. And it is. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a little Simpsons. Uh, I mean, it's that's that's what I'm growing accustomed to. And we're getting, like, I feel like that was the entire episode last week, which is the only reason. Uh, I mean, really, this is probably a, this is probably top five for me at this point. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like the, the, I don't like the, the general plot of this one. Yeah. I, I'm not that interested. Again, you know, 30 years in, in, in between us and them yeah. right now, this, I feel like was maybe a little fresher uh, yeah. at the time than it, it is now. Yeah. Uh, uh, in a, in a way that, you know, uh, Nirvana suffers from Creed. I think Simpson suffers from everything that followed. Everything that followed. Yeah. It. yeah. Well, yeah, and I I can appreciate the cutaways too. I can yeah. appreciate that they had you know they 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 took that uh, courtroom cutaway and they made it a, a, a Steve Allen cameo, uh, a really refreshing bit in the middle of the episode. I like right. that, but I I just. Um, yeah, I mean, it was real. Like, I think the montages were great. 
I liked every montage, but I feel like it was montage heavy. Yeah. I just feel like the story was super simple. It was, and that's fine, but it's not, you know, it didn't have the X factor to make me really think it's the best it's, episode it's funny yet to or watch, anything like that. It's funny to watch them settle into a formula of, of non sequitur start yeah. to a plot and B plot. Yeah. But at the same time, the storytelling, um, uh, structures that they're using after that are vastly different and varying yeah. at this point. Right. And that uh, that is really exciting to me. Eventually, that goes away uh, a little bit. Like, them them allowing themselves uh, creative storytelling uh, oh, mechanisms. You know what I did really like that felt like a little bit of a... a, a a chance that they took. I love the to be continued cut to the act. Oh, yeah. Two. Yeah. I love that in the middle of the episode. Yeah. So it was like, it looked like Bar was about to get hit by the car and they cut to a to be continued and they came back with, uh, act in, two in death the, drives a stick, in, on, which I thought was a great bit. That was fun. On, in syndication on TV, that's a commercial break. That's a commercial yeah, break too, right. which adds a little bit to it. Right. There's, I, I can't, I cannot remember what episode it is, uh, or in what context it's used at some point. They do they do a to be continued, and then it go like to be continued, and then it's replaced with the word immediately, and it just goes right into the next. <laughs> See, I like. I, I mean, I think that's where. And, and again, I I don't think we. There was a lot of signs in this yeah. that were great. There was a lot of visual gags that were good, and I feel like they're starting to figure out what the hell they're doing. I think it was montage heavy. I think in the future, hopefully they'll they'll find a way to balance out montages and visual gags. And and I, I feel like they're finding all these things they can do finally, uh, but they don't quite have it locked in that they can, you know, like I don't want a knock knock joke episode. I know right. that's not what this was, but I mean I feel like they were leaning heavy on one one method here, which is fine. Um, but I think that the great episodes are the ones that it, it, you know they get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so. Favorite app? We Not all I'm, I'm still sticking with yeah. Homer at the back. I, I yeah. honestly think that if it weren't for last week, I would say this one. Yeah. But but Homer at the back. This is, is the one. hardest I've laughed at yeah. Bits of the Simpsons this in is, a while. Yeah, I've, I had I, was th- I had like three or four like legit belly Huge laughs. Laugh. This, yeah, this uh, episode, which is great. It's good. I mean, it was a good one. Maybe this, yeah. this is one I like. Like I have such specific memories of episodes uh, as a, a child. This is one. Uh, that maybe I didn't connect to because maybe the uh, jokes are a little more adult or whatever, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this episode. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, it was good. Um, cool. I mean, that's this we got it. Right? Sponsors. Yeah. We want to ask uh, some sponsors. Um, I'll uh, I'll thank Groomaps.com. Oh, good job. Uh, uh, right. Groomap.com, where you go for all latest news on Gru and uh, what he's doing to overthrow the deep state. That's I've got. I want to thank uh, this group that has sponsored me. Uh, what's my deep state again? Uh, the Blink One Eighty Two Anon group that I'm in. Wow. <laughs> Which posits that Blink One Eighty Two is at the center of the government conspiracy. Okay, I get it. I get We're it. We're so close it. to that being real because Tom DeLonge. I know. <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two Anon, baby. Blink One Eighty Two Anon is Tom Tom DeLonge making the. He is in the deep. He, he made all the secrets. Tom DeLonge, the lead singer of Blink-182, made the Pentagon release the footage <laughs> of UFOs. 
That's and that that story was barely covered at all because of how crazy this shit's been. Um, I I want to uh, I want to thank uh, a sponsor as well. Uh, this the deep state moves quickly, and uh, our response to the deep state moves quickly as well. So I want to thank the uh, the newest uh, organization fighting against the deep state: Blink One Eighty Two, Blue Clue, Grugel, Bluminon. <laughs> Uh, join us in our fight against the deep state. Hey! Yeah. Hey, are you kids stuck down there? Yeah! Yes. Please help us. We, please, please we're help us. We're stuck down here. Hey, I'm gonna, how are we going to get somebody? How's that sound? Yeah, yeah no, please, go do please. it. Please get hey, someone. Um, have you heard? Have you heard about? Uh, have you heard about uh, Jeff Gold, Jeff Goldblum and his role in the government? Devin, now, Devin, now, right now. No, Devin, no wait, come back. Devin, he's going to help us. Devin, no, come oh, back. Oh, turn around. Right. No, no, no. Take it back. Throw right. something really far at him. No, you can only throw high. No. All right, I'm going to eat my leg. Do it. 